This is the Small Moves Podcast with your host, Jason Hertzberger, episode 26. May all the acquaintance be... <coughs> yeah, that's about all I got. You're listening to the Small Moves Podcast. Small steps for big progress. With your host, Jason Hertzberger. Your, your next step starts now. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show today. First of all, happy, happy, happy new year to everybody listening to the Small Moves Podcast today. Today is a special episode and sort of a year in review episode for the Hertzberger family. Today, I'm interviewing my absolutely amazing wife, Carrie. We're talking about the small moves that we've been working on this year, some of the things that we're going to be working on for the coming year, 2018 both for us as a family, as well as what you can expect of some changes that are going to be coming to the Small Moves podcast in the coming year. Don't worry, we're not going anywhere. We're still going to be producing the podcast at the frequency that you are used to. Uh, We're just going to be making a couple of quick changes to make the processing of the show a little easier and getting so shows out to you a little bit more efficiently. So we'll go into some of those details as the show goes on. Carrie is amazing. She is literally the unsung hero of our family. She makes everything work. She's the glue that makes this entire family happen. And she is with very little interference from me, considering the craziness of my work schedule. She is raising two absolutely beautiful, amazing little girls And she's doing a phenomenal job as a wife, as a mother, as a small business person herself. Honey, I love you so much. Happy New Year to you. I know you'll eventually listen to the show, probably not anytime soon, as you're embarrassed by the sound of your own voice. But whatever, we'll get over it. Anyway, back to the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you have any comments on the show, please leave them on the community Facebook page at smallmoves.co forward slash community. With that, let's get to the show. Here we go. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to the Small Moves Podcast, small steps for big progress. Let's prepare to ignite. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Small Moves Podcast, the first episode of the new year, 2018. Today is a special episode, something that I alluded to back in episode one of the show. This is going to be our State of the Union episode with my lovely, lovely wife, Mrs. Carrie Paxton. Hi, Carrie. Hi there, Jason. And everyone else that's listening. Carrie's shy, so we're going to have fun with this one. Anyway, as she's sitting here, red-faced and giggling at me. Not audibly, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This this episode is going to be a fairly light one compared to some of the content that you've been getting from some of the guests lately. Uh, Just with the beginning of the year, we just sort of want to review how 2017 was for us as a family, go over some of the stuff that you can expect coming your way from small moves in this new year, as well as with the holidays that we just finished up. The holidays have a tendency to sort of derail 
routines and derail plans uh, just due to the nature of it. And so we're going to go over how some of that stuff has affected us and some of the things that we've done to try and push through that experience to try to keep some things going um, as we got forged through the holidays and then into the new year. Sometimes we were successful, sometimes we weren't, but we'll talk about that. And that's really about it. That's all I really want to cover with this episode. I just want to kind of, I promised you on episode one that we would be doing these sort of state of the union episodes on a some relatively frequent basis. It's been a little bit longer than I expected to get one of these in just because of haha said plans for being derailed during the holidays. But anyway, um, first off, you know, with 2017, 2017 was a pretty big year for our family and Carrie was an ever so slightly larger portion of uh, those that big year than I was as we ended up having our second child this year, uh, little Miss Ada. Uh, she joined us in May, on May 3rd of 2017. That was obviously a pretty big deal for for both of us. And get, getting her getting her up to the point where we've got, you know, her big sister that has turned into an absolutely lovely, lovely big sister that has really helped us out this year a lot. Well, I was going to say she's lovely most of the time. She is lovely most of the time. She is lovely until about 830 at night when she dons a cloak and turns into Dracula for about a five to six hour span of screaming uncontrollably into the night, which is... Always fun to deal with. Another component of some of our plans getting derailed. Yes. Yeah. The whole lack of nocturnal hmm, inactivity. Um, and then the, there's the potty training. And then there's the potty training for the other one, which is going fabulously not well. But anyway, that being said, you know, 2017 was obviously big in a lot of different ways for us. We Both of us launched online businesses. I've launched this podcast in September of, God, last year. September of last year, I launched my podcast. Anyway, we, you know, Carrie launched her online business. We launched Small Moves. We obviously had a child. We started potty training another child. It's been an interesting year. We made, we made for the very first time, some concrete plans this year that we are planning on making one of the big moves that we alluded to back in September, which was this year we are planning on moving into an RV. Uh, we, we were planning on putting it off a little bit longer, but we've decided to just go ahead and forge through and go ahead and make that move maybe a little sooner than we had originally planned on, uh, just because we've come across the, we've come across some, amazingly fantastic deals on these on some of the units that we've been looking at or some of the things that we've been considering so we're like you know what what the heck maybe now's the time we've uh, always said this spring spring 2018 true that is true but they we we almost when i say soon we almost pulled the trigger a month and a half ago because we just stumbled on something that might not have been able to have been passed up but we decided not to move on that one. But then while looking a little bit more intently around that time, we realized that that deal was not actually terribly unique. So we've just been keeping our eyes out and we'll see what we find when we find it. One of the issues that we've run into is we live in Maryland, which isn't actually the most RV or tiny house living friendly state. Uh, the lion's share of the counties that are around here just bottom line, won't allow you to live in these units on private property 
in the counties. We've stumbled onto a couple of loopholes in those in those laws that we're trying to tastefully exploit at the moment, but we're ha- we're having a we're having a little bit of trouble finding options for that. Uh, basic, you're allowed in the area where we live in. You're allowed to live in one of these units on a farm that's twenty five or more acres. Yeah, twenty five or more acres, or you're allowed to air quotes visit rent free um another person on their private property for up to 90 days as long the letter of the law says you can be a non-paying guest on someone's property for up to 90 days within a calendar year so it could be the same friend with the same property you know same 3 months each year um but the tr- the trick is you have to be a non-rent paying guest of the owner it can't be a legitimate tenant landlord sort of arrangement and the rv still has to be parked legally on that property and there are a lot of other zoning issues when it comes to parking an rv how far away from the house it has to be how far away from the other property line etc etc yeah fun fun times bureaucracy abound so hey if you're listening and you have a place for us let us know Pretty please let us know. Because we're about to start knocking on doors. Yeah, There's a lot of doors to knock on, and we're we're getting ready to start. Yeah, we're right, right at the point where we're going to just start driving down the road in rural areas of Maryland, looking at the ends of driveways of farms, and just driving up those driveways, knocking on the door and saying, hey, is there a corner of your property that you tend to ignore? Um, so yeah, we're, we're almost at that point now, cause this is a move that we are legitimately excited about and we want to make sure that we can make it work. So we are, we are not above begging at this stage. We just so, want to do it in accordance with the law because we don't want to put ourselves or anyone else at risk. In an awkward position. Yeah. If nothing, let alone a law breaking position at the very least an awkward position. So the, the saga continues with regards to our extreme downsize move, uh, but we have been making significant progress in the downscaling of the items in our house, the organization of the home, preparing for a move. The le- the lesson that we're really pulling from all of this, and as it applies to small moves and for you as the listeners, when you're planning on making a move, a physical move in your life, especially a significant one, like in our case, where we're going to be downsizing at a pretty significant level, this isn't something that can happen overnight. And it's something that you have to think about and it's something you have to prepare for. Yeah, if and- you do it my way, we could do it overnight. <laughs> Most people wouldn't want to do it my way, though. Yeah. It was like my, my, my wife being the, uh, the uh, burn, burn the ships so that people have no alternative... Uh, the stat is more her style, and I love her for it. Sometimes, anyway. So that's our update with regards to our RV plans and what we've been doing for this year. Uh, but getting back to doing things during these holidays, I wanted to have Carrie take the lead a little bit and sort of go over the issues that we've been having in keeping some plans with regards to our businesses and what we've been doing with our house, um, how the holidays have really affected that and some of the things that we've been doing to continue to make steps in that direction. Really, frankly, based off of some of the advice that has been given to 
us through the guests that I've had right on this show. So we, we've had some phenomenal guests that we've had on the Small Moves podcast, far greater guests than I was expecting to have at such an early stage of having this show. And I've learned, I've learned a ton from them. I know Carrie's learned a lot from them as well, and I hope you have as well. But we're going to go over some of what those things are and some of the steps that we've done to try and keep things from going too far off the rails so that starting in 2018, we're not starting a lot of this stuff over from scratch. So I'll let Carrie take the lead on that a little bit. Well, I'll start out by saying... Typically, I'm a very get-off-your-butt-and-do-it kind of person. I've heard so many people say, oh, I don't have time for that, or oh, I wish I could do this, um, and I'm kind of stop making an excuse and do it. Although I will say lately, with the holidays and the potty training and my lovely child turning into a devil child every night, I've started getting a bit of, oh my gosh, I don't have time for that. How am I going to fit it in? <laughs> Because I'm not getting a lot of sleep. I've been stuck at home potty training my toddler. Can't really go out unless I want to risk messes all the time on the floor when we're out. Um, So I haven't spent as much time on developing my own business as I had planned. Though I was very good about it uh, in the fall. I was pretty much working on it about an hour to an hour and a half every day. Um, But I'd say ever since the potty training started in right after Thanksgiving, uh, haven't had much success with that. I have a lot going on in my head, and I know it just needs to get put down on paper. So I think I'm just going to say at this point, if there are messes on the floor, I will have towels and clothes in my purse, and we will move on. (laughs) Um, Because I just, I can't stay home anymore. I go out, we're a member of the, the local YMCA, and they provide up to 90 minutes of childcare every day if we stay on site. So my, my office essentially is the gym. I go to the gym, I work on my business while my kids go to childcare. Um, so I definitely need to get back to that, uh, regardless of what else is going on. And by the way, that's that is a program that's available through the lion's share of the YMCA locations throughout the country, from what I've been told, throughout the U.S. So that's a wonderful program for parents, and it's an incredibly affordable option for a lot of people. So in the spirit of the holidays, if, if you're so inspired, feel free to make a donation to your local YMCA to help support programs like this. I'm sure that they would appreciate it. What about you? Hmm. You've, you've stuck with your podcast. That ha- has not gotten derailed at all. That has not gotten derailed at all. M- much to my surprise coming into it. I was obviously highly motivated as the podcast began, um, though I have been motivated by other things before. Never has anything stuck this long. Um, I am having a blast doing this podcast. It's been an incredibly fun experience for me. I am learning a ton. Like as I keep mentioning, you know, in episode after episode, I'm a podcast junkie myself. I consume an enormous amount of them, both interview format and otherwise. And I'm obviously always learning a lot. Otherwise I wouldn't keep doing that. But I have to say that I've learned more from doing my own show that I have from all the ones that I listen to, really, because 
A, I'm in, I'm actively involved in the conversation, and I'm having wonderful human conversations with some incredible experts in different areas. And it's really done an amazing job at keeping me motivated to keep this show going, not only for the content that I'm able to generate for you, the audience, but heck, just for what I'm getting out of it. Like the, the show has not really been monetized in any way. It's not exactly something that's, you know, keeping the lights on in the house. I mean, this is something that I'm purely doing really for fun at this hey, so stage. Start sending us money. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there's that. <laughs> like if, if the YMCA isn't to your liking, then there's always, you know, us. Anyway, the, this, this show has been a lot of fun. I've had a, I've had a blast putting it together. The interaction that I'm getting with the members of the audience that are active has been a lot of fun and incredibly rewarding for me. I, if you're listening, I really appreciate you for that. And I'm really looking forward to doing a lot of new stuff with the show this coming year. Uh, the, the only thing that I would say during this holiday season that has gotten derailed a bit is once I made my change to the show format, where when I first started in September, I announced that I would be doing the show once a week on Tuesdays for the first two months. That would be September, October. And then starting November, I would start going to a twice-weekly format with two hour-ish plus long shows per week on Tuesdays and Fridays. And I have to say that doing that and going into the holidays and doing all the same thing, being encountered by a lot of the same things that Carrie was describing was hitting her earlier with the sleep-related issues, although that applies to her much more than it does me. Thank you, honey. Um, And the, you know, the holidays themselves, the toddler that's, you know, the the toddler that's potty training, that affects all of us. Like, all, all all of those things have sort of made producing and editing and preparing a show of that length now twice a week has made that process a little difficult. So I have um, the things that I've done to try and mitigate that so that I don't end up getting derailed or losing momentum is I decided to hire the services of an outside podcast uh, production company to help with some of the labor-intensive portions of the back-end processing of my podcast itself. Um, and that has been an absolute godsend that saves me probably an hour and a half to maybe two hours of work time per episode, um, at the cost of just North of $25 per episode for that help. Um, that might be, that might be a good investment. That might be a bad investment. I don't know. Time will tell, but I know that it's making the process of creating my show a lot more enjoyable because I am being able to focus on the parts that I do love the most. And I do plan on as things free up in my schedule, I do plan to recapture some of that work just because that work is actually surprisingly fun. And I was learning a lot from doing that. So I do plan on getting back to it, but you know, as getting in a way, as a way to get through the holidays without it derailing the show, what I did was I decided to hire just a little bit of help, uh, spend a few hundred bucks for a couple of months and get a little bit of help for putting the show together. And that has really helped keep things 
going as efficiently as I promised you that I would keep it going. So that's been my way of doing it. Going into 2018, um, I'm going to be experimenting with a slight change in the format of the show starting sometime in the month, this month in January, where I'm going to be shifting from the long form interview twice a week, uh, just because that's a pretty significant amount of content that's coming out. And I know, uh, the, though, a lot, though I know there are people that love that form. I also know that from a processing standpoint and also just from a sheer volume of content standpoint, you know, if you're listening to somebody that creates several hours worth of audio content per week, sometimes you don't get a chance to actually listen to it all and, or it starts to back up and then you get discouraged. You're speaking, speaking as an active podcast listener. These are things that happen to me when I listen to some of the shows that I listen to that have a much longer format. So what I'm going to be trying to shift to, and I'm going to experiment with it for a couple of, a couple to three months and see what you all think of it as an, as the audience, but sometime in the month of January, the date is to be determined at this point. I'm going to be shifting the format of the Friday show. I'm still going to release twice weekly. Tuesdays are going to continue being interviews, but on Fridays, I'm going to be shifting to a solo show format of a much shorter time, somewhere in the 10 to 20 minute range, which will just be a show about a topic that's very small moves appropriate that I've recently seen or heard about or experimented with or maybe experimenting with. And I'll just sort of explain those concepts, what they are, the results that I've seen from them myself or that I've heard from others as having. And I'll just report that back to you as tactically and as succinctly as I can which is going to be a little bit of a challenge for me because succinct isn't exactly in my vocabulary. Um, but I will try, I promise, as my wife gives me another funny look. Um, th so expect that change to be coming sometime in the month of January, and then I'm going to be culling through the feedback that I get from you after the first couple of months to see what your thoughts are with that format. Do you like it? Do you dislike it? Do you really just hate hearing me talk a lot by myself, kind of like I'm doing now, or do you like that format, or do you want to see more of that format, or do you want to see more interviews, or do you want to see all solo shows? Like, I'm, I'm open to tweaking the format as long as it's something where I'm still learning myself so that I have the opportunity to share the stuff that I'm learning. And that's really been the biggest experience with me for the podcast so far is I'm learning a lot and I'm able to in take in that information and then share it to other people. And that's something that's been really important to me going into this process. And that's something that I'm starting to be able to do, which is really exciting for me. Um, do you have anything to add to that? No, I think that's all. <laughs> I think you said it all. <laughs> My passive-aggressive wife, God bless her. It's not passive-aggressive. <laughs> it's just... Aggressive. No, it's... I'm marching <laughs> in tune with what you already said. Fair enough. You said it all. I don't have to say anything else. Fair enough. So, with, with that being said, I don't, wanna, I don't want this episode to drag on too much longer. I just wanted to 
give you guys an update of what 2017 was to us and what you can generally expect from us coming up in 2018. One other point, one last point really quickly that I wanted to make with um, Small Moves as a website, not just necessarily the podcast, is I was inspired by something that came up in episode seven of the Small Moves podcast, which was with a guest. The guest was a mutual friend of Carrie and mine, of uh, our friend Arvin Budrum. He brought up this concept of 30-day challenges that he does to find ways to experiment with different activities or different styles of doing things or different styles of living or whatever it might be. He basically has a pretty interesting system for implementing a 30-day challenge for himself to see if it's if it, whatever it is, is something that he would like to incorporate into his life on a relatively frequent basis. And then interestingly, um, a guest that I'm going to be, a guest whose show is going to be coming out this Friday, which is a good friend of mine uh, named Nico Navarro, um, who does something somewhat similar. Uh, what we're going to be doing is I'm going to try at some point this year to start implementing a series of 30-day challenges that I'm going to keep you updated with that I, myself, or we as a couple will be doing throughout the year and asking you guys to join in. I mean, that's something that I think is a neat way to try new things, try new activities, try a new way of doing things with a definitive cutoff date. We know that you know everybody... It's New Year's. Everybody wants to be healthier. Everybody wants to be more fit. Everyone wants to learn something new or do something new this year. Sometimes you stick with those plans. Sometimes you don't. But the ambiguous thing about most New Year's resolutions, if you want to call them that, is that they never seem to be structured in a way where you can actually get something out of them because there's no start date, stop date, end date. They're not smart goals. Yeah, they're not. They're not smart. They're not smart goals. They're not specific. Somebody not, talked about that. Pastelo, yeah, maybe. Yep. Um, that would be John Pastelo in episode back in uh, October. Anyway, the that that was something. That's something that a lot of people fall short on just simply because they have no structure for what it is that they're trying to accomplish. And I think whether you're using the new year's resolution as the call it excuse to do this or not. The bottom line is that if you want to do something, be something or learn something more than what you currently are just doing it in a, Hey, I'd like to do this this year. Well, what time this year, January, December, July, you need to have a system for it and you need to have, you need to, as all, you know, humans do, we sort of need to give ourselves an out, but if you can give yourself a structured out that still holds you somewhat accountable to the thing, whatever the thing is, um, I think you're much more likely to stick with it. At least that's been my experience. So this concept of the 30-day challenges is interesting to me. I'm going to ex be experimenting with them this year. Um, there's some fitness-related ones. There's some diet 
ter- there's some diet or dietary related ones that I'm already planning on for myself for this year. Your audience could throw out ideas too. Yeah. If there's something you want to see. Yeah, exactly. So for, for that, actually hit me up on Twitter that I'm at Jason Hertzberger. Uh, the wonderful spelling of our delightfully simple name can be found on our website, smallmovies.co. Um, if you just search at Jason Hertzberger, you'll be able to find me. The Hit me up on Twitter and let me know if there's any thoughts for 30-day challenges that you'd like to try. And maybe that's something that we can all do as a group ourselves. We can keep up on the community Facebook page and just sort of see how it goes. I'm sort of interested in finding a... I can put the structure behind it. What's that? any of the challenges how so well you said they need structure i can provide the structure i keep forgetting that i'm married to a teacher anyway (laughs) i'll make a whole plan for you okay fine can can i be like i was in school where i you know just sit in the back and talk and ignore ignore the teacher's plan sure but that's the exact reason why you said nobody ever (laughs) follows through i was just trying to help fair enough but anyway if if anybody has any ideas for some specific 30 day challenges that might be particular time of year appropriate or whatever it might be. Shoot me a message on Twitter and let me know what your thoughts are on that. And we'll go ahead and see if we can assign that to a specific month of this year and we'll do it as a group. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, If there's anything that anything beyond that, that you guys would like to share with regards to how this podcast is going, how am I doing as a host? How are, you as the audience getting are you as the audience getting stuff out of these interviews or would you prefer me to ask different questions or more specific questions of the guests than what I do currently now um I'd love to hear your feedback this is the beginning of a new year it's the beginning of a new series of experiments for the show for the website for us as a family and I'm sure for you as well so we're getting into that time of year and I am wide open for criticism. I would love to hear what your thoughts are on how the show is going and how you think I can make it better going into this year. If you have any comments, you can again, hit me up on Twitter at, at Jason Hertzberger, or you can go to the community Facebook page for the small moves community. That would be at the website for that. That takes you directly. There is smallmoves.co forward slash community. That takes you to the community Facebook page. Um, in, in closing, there's something that I've stumbled across recently that I think is particularly New Year's appropriate, but I will close with that. Before that, I want to check, ask Carrie, is there anything else that you want to make sure that people hear or know going into the new year? Nope. Happy New Year. That's oh, a good one. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, with that, I just want to read a short thing, I guess it's a poem, uh, by a strapping gent named William Henry Channing. To live content with small means, to seek elegance rather than luxury, and refinement rather than fashion, to be worthy, not respectable, and wealthy, not rich, to listen to stars and birds, babes and sages with open heart. To study hard, to think quietly, act frankly, talk gently, await occasions, and hurry never. In a word, to let the spiritual, unbiden, and unconscious grow up through the common. This, 
is my symphony. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you have a great 2018, and I will talk to you next time around. You've got this.